Welcome to episode 33 of the Snapback Sports Pod. On this episode, Abe and I update our NFL power rankings as well as preview week five. We're going to talk some NBA media day and make our World Series predictions. Maybe we'll talk hockey. I don't know. But let's get it. Down goes Frazier. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. Curry, way downtown. What up, Snapback fam? I'm your host, Jack Sedwin from Snapback Sports on Snapchat. Joining me today, and as always, is my co-host, Abe Granoff. Abe, what's going on? I just want to get out in front of this because I know it came on during the intro. I will not be talking hockey. I just want to put down the record. Snapback fam... To all my hockey friends, Canadians, since we are across borders, as we all know, uh, I do not know anything about hockey. Um, I used to be a big Flyers fan back in the old days, Jeremy Roenick, but now I don't know much. So chances are you won't be hearing much hockey this year. You'll hear some hockey out of Abe when the Flyers do something good. Besides that, probably not. And for the Claude Giroux, Claude Giroux, we'll my play. guy. <laughs> I know we'll get the question. I am a Capitals no, fan. not. Um, I, I am a Cavs fan. I was a huge one growing up. When I went to college, it got tougher. Um, but I, I am a Cavs fan. I, hope I, I am a Flyers fan, supporter, etc. Right. Like, but you wouldn't watch. Like, I'll, I, I'll watch. I, I love this. Is I love playoff hockey. A regular season, right. you. But you won't watch. I won't watch a minute. Season. No. Okay. I actually Fair. was offered. I, I, I actually it. was offered free tickets to the opening game for the Flyers and turned them down. But okay. it was because so it's think- on a Wednesday. And what do we do on Wednesdays? We record, we record the, pod. the pod. So that's dedication to go. the fan. Go Flyers. Uh, before we get started, and we're going to start off hot with our power rankings, but before we get started, it's episode 33. Um, I wanted to point out Marcus saw War 33, his time on the Grizzlies. But something that came up today, and I had to ask it as a trivia question. Can you tell me which team Pal Gasol is playing for this season? And he did not retire. I thought he might have been retired, but I figured it out today. I stumbled upon it. Do you know what team... Don't look it up. I'm not he was on the because I I didn't know. No, he, do you know who he's playing? Is he? <laughs> oh, I know he went somewhere like weird. It's like the is it the Kings? No. Oh, it's it's uh it's Portland. He's on Portland. Yeah, yeah it's somewhere How, like, weird. I could have sworn he retired. He was on Milwaukee last year, but he just like he was hurt at the end of yeah, the year. Didn't hurt. get any playoff yeah. tick. Like, but who knows? All right, he's backing so, up backing up Hassan so- Whiteside. That absolute bum. So weird. All right. So our power rankings for the NFL, I'm assuming have changed since last week, especially because you had the Colts at five and I had the Ravens at five. Obviously a lot of movement. Uh, do you want to start? Of course I do. We're, we're keeping it solid up top. Um, Pat's won a hard game. I mean, it, it is Buffalo, so we don't know what they're made of yet. They won a hard game on the <laughs> road. Um, they grinded it out 16, 10. So I'm leaving them at one. Leaving the Chiefs at two, big win against the Lions on that game-winning drive, which Mahomes, we didn't, I don't know if we talked about on Sunday or Monday, Mahomes like didn't look that great. He was missing throws. Inevitably, he led the game-winning drive, so that's all that matters. But So that's my top two. Number three, they weren't in the rankings last week because I was afraid to put them in because I didn't really know what they were, and they impressed me a lot on Sunday, and that's New Orleans. Um, yep. That was a tough game against Dallas, any way you put it. I told you going into it, I liked New Orleans because I knew Dallas hadn't played anybody. Um, 
They really haven't had that true test. Sure, they've been throwing up all these points with Kellen Moore, but against absolute nobodies. Now they go into one of the most hostile environments in uh, football in the Superdome. They get absolutely shelled on offense, can't get anything going on the ground. I think I saw a stat. It was something like when Zeke doesn't have 75 yards on the ground for Dallas, <laughs> Dak yeah. is like 6-24 and 24 or something he absurd. Like that's, that's why they're afraid to pay him, and that's why it was so important to pay Zeke. And if you're going to pay Zeke, you have to pay Dak because Dak's production is reliant on what Zeke is doing to take away from him. You know what I mean? All right. Don't hate on the Cowboys. I know they're out of the power rankings, and it took a lot for you to even put them in last week, and they did you dirty. Move along to number four because I know number four. where we're headed. We're not headed that far from me, uh, being that I'm in Philadelphia right now, so we're going to keep it here. <laughs> I mean, you can't, you can't deny that was an impressive win on the road on a short week. Like, the Eagles showed a lot, and we weren't really – we were they were one and two, but like we knew that both of us knew they could have been three and zero the way it was going, right? Yeah. Um, a couple drop pass away from being three and zero, but hey, they didn't look good in the opening first half against the Redskins. They could easily have been zero and three, but they're at one and two. Everyone was so hype on Green Bay and their defense, but we found out how to beat Green Bay. They can't stop the run and they can't run the ball. Zeke um, Zeke might run for 250 yards on Sunday. Am I wrong? Exactly. That? They, they, it's going to be look, look crazy. What, Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders tore them apart. And the more that you get the ground going, it's only going to be easier for Dak. Um, I actually think Green Bay might win that game on Sunday. But we'll see. It's going to be tough with Devontae Adams out. Uh, so the Eagles are four. Uh, they'll probably stay in the rankings because we got Luke Falk and the boys coming to town, <laughs> uh, making the drive over. You're from going. That- are you going? Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to the game yet, but I will be maybe snapbacking a live tailgate experience. We've heard great <laughs> stories about Bill's Eagles. Mafia. Uh, no, we've heard great stories about Eagles fans. We know how reckless they are. So maybe we'll get, we'll catch some funny clips on, uh, the Instagram story. All right. So that Eagles came in at four, number five. Who do we have? Um, it's tough. The fifth it's spot. It's really tough. Really tough. Like, cause there's, there's only a few teams that like have separated themselves. From you know what? The I'm going to be honest. Yeah. The Ravens. No. <laughs> uh, mm, I'm leaning one way or the other. Like I, I'm not even going to be upset if you say the Browns, like I, I could actually see that. I'm deciding truthfully. I'm deciding between Seattle, which I know okay. will bode well with you yeah. or Dallas. Okay. Um, I, th- I still think Dallas is, you know what? I, I can't pick against Dallas. Like, all they've shown me is that they can beat really bad teams and struggle against an actual solid team. So they haven't done enough to convince me to stay in the rankings. So I'm going to go out West and um, this probably won't bode well with you, but I'm going to go Seattle. Uh, so is this contingent? Cause I believe you think they're going to beat LA Thursday. night. I do think they're going to beat LA Thursday. Night. So, so they would be four and one beating one of the top teams in the NFC. So it's kind of, I guess, based on that, I mean, by Friday, it, like for everyone listening on Friday, if they lose, the pick might look tough. But uh, before we move along, is there anything you want to address about your Colts pick? Still feel like that was the right decision last week or you got a little ahead of yourself? Why, why was that the wrong pick? I, I mean, I they understand. lost at home to, to John Gruden. Right, but they're missing Malik Hooker, Darius Leonard, and their number okay. one weapon in All TY. Right. I still think they're solid on both sides of the ball. And they could easily climb their way back into the power rankings. Like, you okay. think Jacoby Brissett's capable? Yeah. No, now, it was, now it was I would an like honest to, question. I would like to raise you a question. 
Would yeah. you like to apologize for putting yes. a team who lost to a bunch of dead guys in your? Yes. Okay. I think it was an absolute mistake. I mean, at the time, it was the a fair ranking. We didn't really know because we had just lost to KC by five on the road. But I mean, uh, that, that game was not. We can both admit that game. No, I, I was I not agree. as close as the score indicated. I agree. Um, all right. Before I give you mine, though, ESPN released their power rankings, and they had the Ravens at ten and the Eagles at eleven. And I was outraged by it. So I can't even imagine, like, we don't have to go into it too much. That's what I like to call clickbait. That's, the, that's what ESPN wants. They want you to just talk about it. They know they're, they're, they're sounding moronic. Like they're I'm not giving them the attention. They did podcast. it with the NBA power rankings. I mean, not really. I thought for the, for what they do, I thought their list was fairly fine, but we'll talk about that later in the episode. All right, so your pick. Um, my it. pick, number one, goes on the road. Mahomes plays terrible. Chiefs still beat an undefeated Lions team. They're still one in my book. I wouldn't call Mahomes' th- performance terrible, but he was just missing throws, essentially. It, I mean, for him, it was it was borderline <laughs> no, terrible. No touchdowns is kind of terrible right. for him. Right. I know his fantasy owners were upset, but you can't be. I mean, he's number two fantasy quarterback behind the baby goat. I uh, had to throw that in there. Pat's at number two, pick up a good road win. I mean, this is my thing. Brady, at, he, he'll always show up in the big moment. He can always get the job done. But when he faces really good defenses who pressure him, that he does not look the same like he used to, right? Like, that's why people always call him a system quarterback. They say, like, the town of Rodgers and Mahomes are better than him. It's because he shows weaknesses. Like, no, I've never seen point, Mahomes, even yeah, when he plays point is, At this point in his career, Brady, I had this conversation today. He's not this guy that's going to slice and dice defenses. Right. Like, He's unbelievable at the line of scrimmage, right? Like, mm-hmm. So he knows where everyone on the defense is going to be, and that way he tells his receivers. And he creates the most space for his receivers in football. That's what he does. Right. And he's not going to slice and dice a defense and throw it over the top like Mahomes is going to do. And he do. has weapons and a good defense. And he and has weapons and a good defense. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Brady is still Brady. But like, at this point in his career, he's just so smart and experienced that that's how he's beating teams. Put Patrick Mahomes on their team right now. I, I genuinely believe they could go undefeated and win this win like go nineteen and zero. I genuinely think that with Tom Brady they can do that. <laughs> Fair. Um, so number three, hundred percent to me is the Saints. Uh, we didn't want to put them in the power rankings because they didn't have. Breeze. Why don't you make it a little interesting? Come on, give but, us something. You're, I know, you're, you're, right? Um, Follow me. But. They're the best team in the NFC. We saw the Rams have now dropped out of both our power rankings, which is fair. Surfer Mitch, I mean, I've also never seen a guy like we give Mitch, regular Mitch, a lot of trouble for for what he does. Surfer Mitch threw for 500 yards, and we and he's getting blasted. Like, yeah, I mean, he threw also how many times he turned the ball? Yeah, over? he turned Four the ball times? Over a bunch, but they still. I, mean, I think I think we'll see Surfer Mitch doing Surfer Mitch things tomorrow night. I so while we're here for quick thirty seconds, I think the Rams are going to win Thursday night. I don't. Simple as that. Okay. I think Russell Wilson in prime time at home, Jared Goff on the road. We all know how that usually fares. <laughs> um, so I'm sticking with Russell okay. and the Seahawks tomorrow. Uh, at number four, I'm going to give it to him, and you know, I'm, go ahead. I'm excited to do it. The San Francisco 49ers. Oh my God! Locking in at number four. Look, they're the only undefeated team in the NFC. Garoppolo's look good. Their defense. Didn't you post? They're they're the ugly girl. Yeah, they are. That, you posted the that meme. was a great you meme. The meme yesterday. Uh, great meme. But I'm giving to the Niners. They're, we'll find out by the time. Well, actually, Monday's pod, we won't know. But 
Uh, if they beat Cleveland, they're four and zero. Cleveland's good. Jack, Jack, I have a question for you yeah. before you continue. Can you answer to everyone listening to this podcast? Do you think the San Francisco 49ers are the fourth best team in football? Um, if, if you thought, <laughs> when you phrase it that way, no, when you phrase no, 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 it that seriously, way, seriously, I, I actually think they can be. Oh my gosh. Because, well, first oh of all, my goodness. I mean, who, who do you have above them? The Eagles? I don't, I have a bunch of teams above them. They haven't proved me anything yet. That's fine, but they're undefeated and they're, I'm more worried about the defense being really good. And, Kyle Shanahan is coaching extremely well. He's using various effective uh, formations that NFL coaches, because of their old fashioned, don't tend to use. And they're working well. So I'm giving the Niners a four spot right now. And then I'm going to put the Eagles at five. I, I, I've never hated on the Eagles. I said they're a really good team. I knew that being one and two wasn't really very indicative of what they were. And I even said, I think Thursday night in Green Bay, they would go in and probably win the game. I didn't pick them. You predicted the Packers. Yeah, by a field goal. But I, I once the game started and I kind of thought about it, I was like, Rodgers, like, ugh, I don't know. Once he, the game started and I blinked, we were down 14 nothing. and I thought we were going to lose 10, 40 to 10. 10 nothing. I thought. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 nothing. sorry. But the way the game was going, I thought we were going to get blown. Yeah, I never, I never felt that. Devontae Adams, 150 yards in the first half. So that rounds out. But anyway, our... wait, why else do you think that the Eagles are five? You can give a few more reasons. Um, if you'd like. They... Maybe Deshaun Jackson's out. Yeah, they have some Still injuries. The defense is pretty concerning to me, I will admit. Um, okay, I mean, obviously the secondary, there's easy finger to point and rightfully so once again we've discussed i mean the parody in the league is crazy like i do think pats and chiefs are head and shoulders above and i think the saints are the best team in the nfc by a decent margin but then the cream of the crop the two and two teams so let's play a little game minute i mean listen to this list minnesota vikings baltimore ravens philadelphia eagles cleveland browns los angeles chargers colts titans jags and houston all one division two and two Panthers, Kyle Allen playing well, Daniel Jones, two and two, and sneaky Oakland Raiders, who was your sleeper team. So I feel like you could have ran with that now that they're two and two, at least run with it as long as it can. They don't have uh, the student out of Central Michigan anymore. <laughs> so I'm going to I'm gonna fade that pick. Fair. Um, so these two and two teams, let's just separate them into two groups, contenders and pretenders. You want to go first? Yeah, I'll start. My contenders list, um, and what do we want to qualify contenders as? Can win a playoff game or can make the playoffs? Because to me, huge difference. Like, to me, uh, no, no one in the AFC South can win a playoff game, in my opinion. But obviously, one of those teams has to make it. You're telling me that none of the – because whoever comes – whoever makes the playoffs at division, one team's going to get a home playoff game. Like Correct. And that is, that is a tall task for any team to go on the road and win a playoff game. So I'm not going to go as far as to say that no division winners can win a playoff game yeah. because solely because they're going to be home. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but I, I, I mean, if you're think... thinking that, I think that personally, the I think Cleveland can easily win a playoff game. I think, I don't think the Ravens can win a playoff game. I'm, I think they can win a home playoff game. How about that? I don't think they can go on the road and win a playoff game, and I do think Cleveland's going to win that division. To me, to um, me, it's everyone's either, two and two in the South. That's hysterical. Yeah, to me, it's either for the Ravens. This is the situation: we either figure out the defense because it is a very talented defense. Like, not a ton has realistically changed from last year when we were number one. So we either figure it out or we don't. If we figure it out, 
I think we can absolutely win a playoff game. If we don't, I actually think we can finish with six or seven wins. So the Ravens, to me, are an absolute wild card. Eagles, I think they can come back and win the division. Your last six games are, I mean, you should go 6-0 and and would have. In- Our last six is like how Dallas is starting. They're starting with yeah. a joke. They opened up. It's just like how it goes. Uh, we're, 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 but we're entering, a, we're entering a tough stretch right now. We're, we're split on Chargers, though, because I don't think they make the playoffs. You do. 100%. I think they're an easy 10-win wildcard okay. team. Um, how how about the these three teams, though? Or four, actually. Panthers, Bucks, Pretender. Danny Dimes, and Pretender. the Giants, and the Raiders. Any of those four? Ha- Not a single one of those four. I think all four of those will be in the in the top 10 pick. How about That's that? a little bold because there's some pretty bad teams. I think you were trying to say the lottery, and then you realized there was no lottery. <laughs> The NFL. Correct. <laughs> I could hear that in your, vo- 100% in your correct. voice. Um, our boy. This NBA media day is I getting know. to me, man. Our boy, Kirk Cousins. Any love for him? Um, well, Adam Thielen sure doesn't. Uh, <laughs> if you noticed him trashing Kirk Cousins, then Kirk. How, like, you talk about someone being like a leader and the alpha of your team. There's there's a word for the opposite, it's and that's a, Kirk Cousins. Beta. Kirk Cousins is a, it is a beta. <laughs> The purebred definition of the word beta. He apologized to his receiver who was talking trash on him. Like, oh did you my see, God, just shut up. Throw did you see him the his ball. gender reveal for his baby? Yeah, he barely, he <laughs> he barely hit it. From three yards away. Um, I know our, our faithful Bears listeners are listening in. They're not a two and two team. They're three and one. Uh, Trubisky is aiming to come back from his injury after the bye, which is really only one or maybe – I think it's only one game. But a fun fact for our lovely Bears fans, week one, Trubisky's uh, pro football focus pass grade, 53.8, 27 out of the 31 QBs. Week two, 50, 30th out of 34. Week three, 50 again, 28th out of 32. So he did not finish more than – I would like to – I would like to – Go ahead. Week four, Chase Daniel, 88.4, second of 31. <laughs> anyway, I'm looking at the Bears schedule right now. Um, I would like to do something. Make a. We got to have people send in what we have to do if the Bears make the playoffs. No, because That's the thing. I think they can make the playoffs. My whole point. I am going on record right now. I will do something. The Snapback fam can can make the punishment for me. We'll discuss it in the flick chat. We can make a Abe's Bears punishment. I'm looking at their schedule. New Orleans, the Chargers, the Eagles, the Rams, Dallas, Green Bay, Kansas City, and Minnesota in the second half. That's there. We're, we're going to discuss this in flick chat tomorrow. Come talk it up. The Chicago Bears, they have no shot at making the playoffs this year. No shot. If Mitchell Trubisky aims to come back after one game, I agree. But, but I'll double down. If, if Chase Daniels plays four games, I'll start to sweat. <laughs> if Trubisky comes back, we're fine. Then I'll double down on we're it. We're fine. Oh, I, I love. Did I just dig myself a grave? I love the Bears. Um, all right. You don't think they're going to make the playoffs, right? Come on. No, no. We predicted uh, before before the season that they wouldn't. Yeah, no shot. No I shot. didn't realize how tough the rest of their schedule was. All right, real quick before we head into a couple ads. Uh, I know you're, I'm throwing you on the spot because we we're going to do this at the end, but Thursday parlay. Ooh, all right, my favorite. Um, I kind of blew it last week, didn't I? No, 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 no. I with, lost one. So we, we both went one-on-one, which happened. Okay, we're, like we said, we're due. Yeah, we are due. Um, 
Okay, so I'm looking at these lines now. So Thursday parlay, Abe and I put $33. Whatever we win, if we win, all four games must hit. A spread bet, money line bet, over, under, combined, wins a few hundred bucks for the snapback fam, where we'll do a giveaway. So just in case Jack, you miss the program. this isn't biased. I'm sorry. I love this line for the value. I'm taking the Steelers at home plus three and a half. I could not agree more. I think it's incredible value. <laughs> I'm not, I think we could win. But like the way that Baltimore and Pittsburgh plays, a field it's goal. it's AFC it's AFC yeah, North football. Like really. any, anything can happen. I'm taking the team with the points at home, coming off a win. If they were zero four, different situation. But first pick right off the bat, Steelers three and a half. Um. All right. This line just caught my eye, and I hate to do stuff like this. I hate laying double digits on the road. But New England minus fifteen and a half against the Redskins. I mean, Mitch Trubisky went in there and looked like a decent quarterback. Love that pick. Love that the, pick. The, We're on the same Redskins, page right now. Gruden has not even – he doesn't know who's going to play quarterback. Up, Jack. Two, another homer for the Tampa Bay Rays. Take a 2 nothing lead go. in the second. I predicted there the Rays. There we go. That's your pick. I predicted the A's, so okay. <laughs> All right. Your um, second pick. I love that pick. They don't have a plan for a quarterback. Uh, uh, Jay, it's, it's Wednesday, dude. Uh, you should probably figure out who's going to hold the ball every play for your <laughs> team on Sunday. Um. This is also a no-brainer for me. Jumped at right away. Um, I think the line is this small just because of what the other team did last week. I'm taking New Orleans in the Superdome minus three. To the I Buccaneers. just saw that they it opened a touchdown. What like Jameis? Jameis I'm not Winston sure. did what in the past few days that convinced people that New Orleans isn't going to beat them? Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I think Teddy is very very capable of holding this the fort down while New Orleans. Ways for Drew Brees to come back. I mean, he he didn't throw a great game against Dallas. Dallas had a, has a great day, but he did what he had to do to win. And he managed the game, and that's all you can ask. Um, so I'm going to take New Orleans minus okay. three at home. I think that is way too. You few said points. we're due, right? So I right. think I'm going big, and I think I'm going bold. Instead of taking Aye. the five and a half, I think I'm just going to take Giants money line. Don't. Because uh, I mean, it's Kirk Cousins exactly. on the road. That's, that's, all that's our say. formula. Kirk Cousins on the road. So there we have it. Pat's my 15 and a half. Giants money line. And your two picks? We got the Saints getting giving three points at home to Tampa and the Steelers getting three and a half at home against Jack's Baltimore. All right. Ravens. Let's get rich, snapback fam. The people's parlay. Shout out Ian. I know he's taking it we with do. us. Let's get rich. All right. Uh, talking about getting rich, we got to make some money for the fam so indochino has sponsored our pod they're founded on the belief that you don't need to spend a fortune on a custom wardrobe indochino is the world's largest made to measure menswear brand they make suits shirts coats and more and everything is made to your exact measurements for a great fit so like even if you're lifting a ton of weights they'll fit your buys the best part is they do it all for under 400 bucks start your style upgrade now with 30 dollars off your total purchase of $400 or more at Indochino.com. Just enter the code BLUEWIRE at checkout. Plus, shipping is free. That's Indochino.com, promo code BLUEWIRE for $30 off your total purchase of $400 or more. An incredible deal for made-to-measure clothing. Indochino.com. Now, you you know who's up next. My guy's over at ShipStation. My brothers. Well, you can use your Indochino... Um, you can ship your Indochino with them. Heck, if you want to, if you want to mail your your great grandma some new Snapback merch, which we posted on the gram the other day, you can use ShipStation for them. 
Ship Station, you guys know I love them. I don't know why you wouldn't love them either. They're, they've become family to me. When you're selling online, getting your orders out can be a real pain. Time-consuming, expensive, so many carriers to choose from. How do you know you're making the right choice? That's why you need ShipStation.com, guys. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. ShipStation helps you get your orders out quickly, save money on shipping costs, and keep your customers happy. No matter where you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface, making them really easy to manage from any device, even your cell phone. ShipStation works with all the major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, UPS, even Amazon Fulfillment, so you can compare and choose the best shipping solution for you and your customer. They even offer big discounts on shipping costs. Now any business can access the same postage discounts that are usually reserved for large Fortune 500 companies. You'll always know that you're getting the best deal. No wonder ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. You know Snapback loves them. And right now, Blue Wire Podcast listeners can try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use promo code BLUE, B-L-U-E. There's absolutely no risk. You can start your free trial without even entering your credit card info. Just visit ShipStation.com. The microphone's at the top of the homepage. Click it and type in BLUE. That's ShipStation.com, then enter offer code BLUE. ShipStation.com. Three words that can put you to sleep at night. Make shit happen. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Thank you for that. Uh, NBA Media Day. A lot going on in the news. Getting us. I was locked in. Locked into in. the Camden facility for the Sixers the other day. Watching every interview. <sighs> I'm hyped, man. I am excited. We're going to have a lot of good content for this NBA season. Um, I apologize in advance if I start to piss people off, but I mean, it's buzzing in Philadelphia right now. I've got a lot to be excited. I agree. Um, So a good looking five. Who's on that bench in Philly? Hey, the first who's looking at to be the backup point guard off the bench being raved about thus far in training camp saying he can score out. Well, he's been working on his defense all summer. He was a Nick last year. And actually I think he dropped a 40 piece Trey Burke, a big piece off the bench. We have Zaire Smith drafted in the lottery two years ago, drafted Matisse Thibel, Mike Scott, Hive, obviously, uh, fighting Eagle. (laughs) No, but he big things, big things coming for him in Orlando this year. Um, Mike Scott, who fought Eagles fans last week, but it's all love with Mike Scott. Um, We're, we're, that's the one question mark is the bench. If they can hold up, the sky's the limit. Fair enough. Uh, Another team making big news or big noise rather, is the New Orleans Pelicans. A a clip from camp today was a nice little Lonzo pass to Zion. He essentially snagged it off the backboard and dunked it. Alvin Gentry was so excited by it. I think it's – Yeah, that 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 was was insanity. Uh, Also, Lonzo looks like he's changed up his form. Are we buying into Lonzo? Buying into this whole team. You are. As a matter of fact. Not – okay, take that with a grain of salt. Because I think – they're going to be a very exciting and promising team. Like I think Lonzo's going to be an all-star in this league. Obviously, I think Zion's going to be an all-star in this league. Um, the jury's still out on Brandon Ingram for me, even though it's not for you. I think you are kind of know what you're getting with him. But Drew Holiday has potential to be an all-star. Who knows? It's tough in the West, but he can carry this team. They are going to be fun to watch. Um, I looked at their win total today. Actually, that's what triggered me right after. I saw this video, just my degenerate mind went right to, oh, what's their win total? Um, it was 38 and a half. I think that's a little high for a team in the West. I don't know if they'll get there. 
So um, they brought so in JJ Reddick. You don't, you don't actually huge. think they're going to be anything besides exciting. Is essentially what you're saying. Because 38 under 38 wins is nowhere near the playoffs in the West. Yeah, under 38 wins is is not in the playoffs. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, I think it all depends on Zion. Like, can he come in and be this dominant force and be like, <clears throat> excuse me, and every night you have to worry about him type thing? Or is he going to be a rookie that has bumps and bruises in his first season? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think, like, let's say he comes in and makes a Luka-esque impact. I still don't think I still don't think that, that gets him into the playoffs. They're, the West is just way, way, way too loaded, in my opinion. Right. I think I think I mean I think we can all agree we can both agree if this team was in the East, they'd be a lock for the playoffs. Yeah, they, they would be just because the bottom Like team. Lonzo's gonna come off the bench for them. Lonzo's gonna come off the bench for them essentially. And I think Lonzo that that's scary. I think he's gonna have a really, really good year, but you gotta assume the starting lineup is going to be Drew. JJ Zion, um, Brandon Ingram, and who's, they get who they got in this year? Are they? Uh, they might have gotten favors, yeah. And they have your boy from uh, Texas, Jackson yeah, Hayes. He, he's gonna have a ton of growing pains. When I tell you he's a kid, he's he's beyond a kid. He still seems like he's a teen. I mean, he is a teen. You don't you don't think big things coming out of his rookie not, year? Not not his rookie year. Uh, some fun clips should block some shots, but he's gonna have a massive learning curve, in my opinion. Um, so Pelicans, like, eh, like they'll be yeah. Favors and Jaleel, Favors and Jaleel, Jaleel. Okafor are their big guys. And Jal, he looked he good did. at the end of he last year. He, he got slimmed down. My boy's looking. He can't guard a lick, but he can he can score the rock. There's no doubt about that. My boy, my vegan boy from Philadelphia, don't sleep on Josh. Um, Josh Hart off the bench. So Pelicans won't make the playoffs. Another team that started, they played in their first game. They won by 69, nice, against <laughs> Shanghai, the Rockets. And we saw James Harden actually go and attempt a one-legged three. I thought it was like something he was messing around with. And, yes, it was still, you know, it was before even preseason. It's They're playing the Shanghai Sharks. I kind of thought that was just a team in 2K, but apparently it's a real squad. Um, he's not going to attempt one of those in a game, is he? Like a hundred percent. Okay. So then going even further with that, like you think that's now quote unquote in his bag, like that's one of his moves he's going to do. I mean, do I think he's going to hit that at a 37% clip? No, no. but he's but attempting the shot. I think it's something a hundred percent. I think it's something that defenders are going to have to be wary about. And even the thought, if he gets it going a few times early in the season, if he sidesteps, a defender's going to jump and he can go right past them. Like, I think you're looking at another MVP caliber season for James Harden. Like, this guy's been in the conversation year after year, and it's it's crazy. He just continues to improve every season and be, like, essentially one of the best innovators in the NBA. Yeah. He, I mean, the stuff he does is cool. He is changing the game as much as any players really have over the past few years. I don't think – uh, him and Russ are going to clash. I really don't think it's going to be a problem. I think I think Houston is very slept on this year. Um, I'm still not going to take them to go far in the playoffs because I don't believe in D'Antoni in the playoffs, and I haven't believed in Russ and Harden in the playoffs. I would love for them to prove me wrong. Uh, I love them both as players. I think they're both unbelievable. I have no hatred against you them. You hate Russell Westbrook. We know that. Okay, that's no, that's we, been I made very clear on the pod. Uh, he hasn't he hasn't proved me that he you've put those words and made that a narrative on this podcast. Fair enough. I do not. That's hate my Russell job Westbrook. is to tell stories. Can we do one right. thing? Have... Can we create a movement, please? Because this just hurts my soul. 
Can we can we get? We already did that. We already did a movement with the Bears. No, we definitely have that. But can we please free CP3? I mean, that's my guy. And like, come on, can we get him out? No, I. That is someone I love ragging on. Um, his, he is going to be so forgotten about in Oklahoma City. Like he signed this big contract in Houston, playing with James Harden. Things are good. He might get a ring, and he's on the other side of the. The funny the thing about the Thunder, screwed. the funny thing about them is that, like, I assume they're going to move still more of their pieces, but, like, their core team right now is not that bad. Like, Gallinari's there, and is a really good young point guard. CB3 is still a good player. Like, they still have, like, those pieces that were combined with Russ and PG and the pieces they got back from the PG trade. I know most of it were draft picks, but, like, Gallinari's good. I assume he'll be moved, but it's, it was pretty funny seeing their team picture and like Steven Adam, like they have like players. It was, it was weird seeing Chris Paul. Yeah, it, it was uncomfortable. Weird. Um, it made me sad. And it's funny. His career on full circle. He yeah, he did. And uh, God, him and him and Tyson Chandler running the pick and roll really just set my heart on fire. Um, it's just a perennial. You said loser. The, we're going to skip loser, past loser. that. Uh, you said the Rockets are being slept on. I have a bone to pick, and you know who it's about. The Golden State Warriors are being slept on. The Golden State Warriors, I believe, are ranked somewhere between fourth or fifth in the West, maybe even sixth. I think they they have uh, Lakers, Clippers, Rockets, Jazz, and some people even say the Nuggets above the Warriors. How in the world is that possible? Because they don't have one of their – um, two best players for half the year, probably more coming back from a torn ACL, destined to not be the same player. They lost their best player. They don't have a single finals MVP on their team. They lost their sixth man. They lost their backup point guard. They re-signed um, one of the most overpaid Who? and overrated players in the NBA in Draymond Green. Not for that um, team, We all know though. how I feel about him. No, you're right. Not for that team. I just hate Draymond Green. Um, I don't think he'll ever listen to this podcast. And if he does... I we can discuss, <laughs> but that's why the Warriors are being slept on. Do I want to be the fan of a team who's going to play them in the first round? Absolutely not. But I don't see any way they come out of the West. Um, of course, they added D'Lo. That backcourt will not be able to play a lick of defense until. But play they'll comes just back. outscore everyone. Like they'll. Yes, they, no, they will. Won't. No, they won't. Why? But because they have two people who can score the ball in the backcourt for half the season. Like you don't understand. Clay Thompson is coming off a torn ACL. Like he's not going to be able right away to be what he was. There's no By the shot. Time playoffs roll around. You don't think Clay will be like? We won't even be thinking. You think Clay will be a hundred and twenty percent, hundred ready to go? Be one twenty. Like that's just not possible. <laughs> Oh, hundred. Do I? Sorry, do I you think know what I mean. By playoff time, that we'll we'll look at Clay and be like, oh, he looks hundred percent. I I really do. Uh, I uh, couldn't okay. disagree with you more, and that's why I am totally off the Warriors. Not to mention no Livingston, no Iguodala. Livingston was this trash. Man, Iguodala was there to lead the team. Hit. You cannot. You he was cannot not good. Talking to this, Mike Livingston was a huge player. Not last season. Not hundred percent. Not last season. Not last season. And you know it. Come playoff nope. time, come playoff time when Steph needed a break, Livingston was a big contributor for them off the bench. No, he was not. It. He was he was Okay. All right. Let's go. You're let's wrong. go You're wrong. to the Google machine. So like I know I'm gonna pull up stats, they're gonna prove you wrong. And then what are what's your what's your what are you gonna say to that? Why don't you pull up the stats I'm first? I'm going to pull up the stats. And didn't they have who was the backup point guard? Was Quinn Cook on the team last year? 
Quinn Cook was on the team. Solid player for the Lakers. Solid player for the Lakers. All right. How do I find the playoff stats in this thing? This is poor radio, Jack. You're you're just doing this to get your dreams hurt. You cannot. We'll we'll make a poll tomorrow. Do we think Sean Livingston is a big loss for the Golden State Warriors? Is he as big as Iguodala? Absolutely not. But he's still a bench piece that they lost. And you just said another player they lost. Quinn Cook off the bench. They are going to struggle massively this year. No way you spin it. Um, I think they'll be around the four or five seed in the Western Conference. Could win a playoff series just off experience. But when you play these Houston Rockets, Clippers, Lakers, they're done. They'll beat the cuties. How All about right, that? checking in for the Warriors. Number, <laughs> I don't know what number he wore. Uh, Sean Livingston enters the game, averaging about 15 minutes a game, producing four points per game. Really solid. He's not getting the shot. Really so- uh, well, he was. On how many attempts? Three and a half attempts. On how many? Three and a half attempts per game. The Warriors so, will so not maybe win he contributed more than one in, in other areas. One point four assist and uh one rebound. And I'm pretty sure this is your six seven point guard. Um think about this concept. Fifteen minutes a game. Let's multiply that by three. He would have averaged three and a half he would average four assists in per thirty six. He was horrible last year, to further my point. So why don't why don't you instead of talk about Sean Livingston discuss why you think Absolutely. the Warriors are I would be- love to. NBA champions is yes. what you'd think. And we're going to get after that. Oh I think the Warriors goodness. are going to win the finals because oh my Stephen God. Curry and Draymond Green went on the floor without Durant and Klay Thompson. When, that, when the, that duo was on the floor, per 36 minutes, per 36, and, and Steph will probably play 36 to 40, depending on how they manage him. So let's say he plays 36. Per 36, with that duo on the floor, at Stephen Curry averaged 45 points per game. 45 points per game. That Clay Thompson will not be himself. If you Hold the on. Warriors whoa, whoa, whoa. winning it all, I'm not, done. Absurd I'm not take. done. I'm not done. I'm sure you're Stephen not. Stephen Curry, the last time he played without Kevin Durant's ISO ball, ball hogging, trash Brooklyn, number seven wearing snake ass, was a you unanimous MVP. You still have Klay Thompson, one of the best shooters in NBA history, and defender. I think he comes back good. Draymond. With a torn ACL for the first 55 games at Draymond, least. Draymond. I don't least. care about that. They're, it's all about the playoffs. They're going to get in. Draymond backpack shooting ass Draymond Green. Draymond Green, when KD went down last year, was a triple-double machine in the playoffs. He gets to return to his secondary or third role in the offense, and he's one of the best defenders in the league. That comes back. Oh, who do we have to replace Kevin Durant with? D'Angelo Russell, an NBA All-Star at age 21. Absolutely. Well, he's not that good of a NBA replacement All-Star. High quality NBA (laughs) star comes in. Who wait, who who are you replacing him for? uh, No one, because Kevin Durant didn't even play in the finals or when they swept Portland. So I don't care about KD anymore. The Warriors were fine without him, with him, whatever they want. The Warriors are going to win the NBA title. Okay, let's we we'll do a full NBA preview. You'll have your chance to talk about your Warriors, and you're just you're you love to hear yourself talk. No, I I thought I brought up fair points there. I mean, your only point is yeah. they swapping. Your only point is they lost KD and Clay's hurt. Those are pretty solid contributing factors. Not to mention they lost. They don't have a single Finals MVP from their you, run on their like team. You like to make false. that joke as if you thought of it, as if you came up with it. Like get over it. 
Get up. Is, is it a joke? Is it okay? Is it, so is it a, a joke team, or is a it a team fact? without a Finals MVP has never won an NBA title before. No, of course okay, not. But cool. I'm saying because so they don't have their so alpha settled. dog. We're in agreement. They don't the have their alpha. Winning the championship. Absolutely. I'm glad we got to that point. All right, let's close the pod with some World Series predictions. What's update on Rays A's? Another home run from the Rays makes it four nothing. Uh, A's pitcher just got pulled. Looking good for my A's money line bet. No, it's not. Um, um, all right. Yeah, no shit. My <laughs> World Series prediction is kind of chalky. How about that guy? Hold on. How about that game? That last game night? last night was oh awesome. I texted my buddy who actually the- works for uh, the Nationals, and I told him, I don't know if you felt the same way, but when Soto got up and Hader was struggling, it actually just seemed like. I was like, I actually would have been surprised if he hadn't gotten the hit. Like, it just felt like that was. Let's talk happen. about. Let's talk about how the guy that got hit by the pitch two pitch two batters before that totally hit the end of the bat. Absolutely, right? I, like, that, that did not hit him first. Shocked. Yeah, that did not hit him first. It was it was like a call on the field stands type thing where there's not enough to overturn it, but there clearly was. I just didn't think they wanted to interject at that point of the game. And then Zimmerman you got a feel for the you got a feel for the rookie who made the error. Like being called up, uh, started the year in Double A, was called up, started forty five games for them when Yelich went down, and before that, leading off for them. I mean, it's the one thing you're taught in Little League is get your body in front of the ball, and he tries to field it to the side of him where Yelich would have been playing. That game was wild, man. Yeah, that was a fun one. All right, I think I'm just gonna go after it. I think the Yankees are gonna win the World Series. I think they're gonna beat like. I would like to pick the Braves. I think the Nationals could upset the Dodgers. But, like, the Do- the Dodgers just keep getting there. They're the best team in baseball every year, and they keep getting to the World Series. So I'm going to go Yankees over Dodgers. I think, like, it's at the point where people can continue to doubt the Yankees. They can say they're injured. They don't have the pitching. But, like, what has anything result-wise on the playing field shown that says they won't be able to get the job done when it comes playoff time? Their starting rotation is questionable, and on October but pitching was, rules. Uh, that's why I'm taking. That's why I mean, this is just I don't know how you can pick against them. I'm going Houston. Like you're facing Verlander, Cole, and um, Granky three nights in a row, and you still have a roster who's one of the best hitting rosters in the league, who has the experience of being in the World Series. They're far and beyond the best team to me. Oh, my God, Tampa Bay is blowing this thing open. Didn't I say, did I not text um, you guys? I, I think the Rays are going to blow them out. I did. Yeah, you did. Um, anyway, neither of these teams are beating the Astros in the next series to start that off. Uh, the Astros, I think, will easily go to the World Series. I think they can beat the Yankees in, I, don't, I think, five. I think the Yankees can get one. I just think – I mean, the, the Yankees lineup, don't get me wrong, it's crazy. Uh, but the Houston lineup is also very crazy. It's not as big as a home run hitting lineup, but I'm going to take the pitching in Houston and I'm going to take the team of destiny with the combined pitching in Scherzer, Strasburg, and Corbin. I'm going to say the Nats. I think they upset the Dodgers. I think everyone's a little too hype on the Dodgers. They have a great lineup. We all know Kershaw in big situations, how he fares. Um, so I think the Nationals are going to win that series. I have no idea what's going to happen in this Atlanta-St. Louis series. Um, I want to lean Atlanta because of how good their lineup is, and I probably will take Atlanta. But St. Louis has also been solid. Both of the pitching is a little skeptical to me, but I'm going to say the Braves come out of that just because I think their lineup is way more solid all around. Um, so I have the Astros over the Nationals, but we'll continue I to I think update. that, I don't know, I really have this gut feeling that the Astros – 
aren't going to be as scary as they've been. Like Granky in the playoffs has not has notoriously been not very good. Verlander, obviously, when it comes October, he's a different animal. But like, I watched him get beaten by the Orioles this year. I watched him get beat by the Tigers this year. Like, I watched him be I watched him be a Cy Young this year. So I'm gonna play with it that way. How about that? <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I just think I think when it comes down to it, like. You come to New York, you come like I, I think that Yankees lineup can hit in any ballpark. And I know pitching is always historically ruled October. I would like to look at the numbers and actually say it's kind of trending. I mean, the balls like people think they're legitimately they juiced. The playoff game last night, balls were popping off the bat. Those Yankee guys hitting them at, like eight of those fly balls last night in Nats Park are gone. And who's to say Bronx. and who's to say that so, Houston isn't doing that in the Bronx as well? And with the Yankees skeptical no, that, limitation, that's fine. I think CC's gonna have to start a game. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I just think I think it's the Yankees year. It's their time to get back. And that I, I would make a bet with you. I would say the Dodgers go further than the Astros. That would be my bet. And you should feel confident saying that because you have the Astros winning it plus you have the Dodgers losing first round. So would you accept my well, wager? Well, when you phrase it like that, you make it seem like I'm a little girl if I don't accept your wager. Um, well, I heard I'm not, and then you stop. I talking. think the Nationals are going to win this series, but you're going to give me even odds on that? I think I wouldn't be surprised if the Dodgers win. No, I'm saying because you said the Astros are going to win it all. So I'm saying the Dodgers will go further than the Astros. So you kind of get two legs. All right, I'll, I'll take that. What do you want? What do you want to throw on this? Okay, we'll have to figure that out. We'll figure it out in Flick. What are you putting in Flick? Oh, what I'll do if oh, the Bears if make the, the Bears. playoffs. Okay. In the Flick chat, Abe's punishments for losing. You want to get the Bears hey, you're, the you're part of the brain. Get him on the punishment. And uh, your if chicken. I, Dodgers Unless versus chicken. Uh, Astros. Um, that wraps up oh, episode. Afraid. How cute. Wait, of what? Of Getting what? in on my Bears punishment with me. Oh, I'm in, I'm in on the oh, Bears. Oh, there we go. Any, but to be clear, and what, I'm only going to say it one more time. I'll probably say it a thousand more times. We don't. Well, you might. I don't hate the Bears. I don't hate the Bears. I, just I actually, I Mitch said, I actually love. Sucks. I actually love the Bears. They bring, they give me content and life. They do give me life. Chase Daniel, league MVP, 2020. Stay tuned. <laughs> um, thanks for listening to episode 33 of the Snapback Sports Pod. Obviously, all conversations going on in Flick Chat. Um, also, a little surprise if you made it this far. We're gonna give away some merch. In Flick Chat. So get into Flick Chat. The merch app. is hot. The merch is hot. If you haven't seen it, DM Aberi on Instagram. On we staff, posted on the Snapback Pod the other day. Go take a look. Use code LAUNCH20, 20% off. That shit is fire. Oh, it's LAUNCH20 is the code? Yeah, code's LAUNCH20. Uh, I was telling everyone it was LAUNCH. Well, you're crushing our sales. Nah, or they're 20% higher. Who knows? Who knows? All right, Snapback fam, it's been real. We'll talk to you on Monday. The Eagles will be 3-2 and two on Monday. Peace.